Go. Okay, so we, we started the second Hafshata yesterday. Let's just remind ourselves what's going on. The first Hafshata that the, that the Rebbe talks about here is the idea that for sure we have to take our minds away from any type of connection uh, of Hashem to a physical thing. That even though we use throughout Tanakh, we talk about the head, the arms of Hashem, the head of Hashem, obviously this is not a, supposed to be a physical manifestation of anything. That's clear. That, that goes without saying, right? Why do we use that type of language? So we gave a couple of reasons yesterday. The basic point is, is that uh, our head, our hands, our arms, all of these uh, uh, body parts are expressions of a certain uh, way of behavior. And upstairs is the source of that. Namely, with Hashem, that's the source of this whole story. And then they manifest in the physical world as a hand, or as an arm, or as a leg, etc. But the concept is the same concept. Okay, That's that point of view. Second point, to, second point now that we're getting into, which I want to start again today, is really the aim of why he's bringing this. And the idea here is that the idea here is that there is a mistake that's being made. The mistake that's being made is what is what is the shame kale? What is the shame elokim? Right throughout our davening, throughout Tanakh, we are constantly using different words, right? Different words, different words to express Hashem. So. We know that those different names are referring to different b- ways of behavior. Shem Kale is idea of Hashem in Chesed. Shem Elokim is Hashem in Gvura. Now, a person could make the mistake, as we're about to read again, that when it says Shem Kale, it's referring to Chesed of Atzilus. Because Atzilus, at the end of the day, is, on the one hand, it is Elokus. There's no yesh in Atzilus. There's no separate entity taking place in Atzilus. It is Elokus. That's what it is. Right? That's the idea here. Right? So, you could say, oh, that's why it says Shem Kale, because it's referring to Chesed of Atzilus. But the Rebbe wants to come along and say and teach us that that is not the truth. Because whenever you say one of Hashem's names, you must be referring to Hashem himself. Now, that seems pretty obvious to us, but on the other hand, we're left with a different question. So then why in the world, why in the world do we have these different names, right? In other words, people have a name, and that's their name. It's talking about the shame. That's who they are. This is the person. Yosef is Yosef. You don't have 15 different names for Yosef. You have one name, one idea. So if we're referring to God as God is, so then why don't we just have one name? Why are we bringing all these different names? That's what we have to get into. Okay, let's start again from Ach. Top of the page, 230. It says like this. Ach. Another Havshata. What is this Havshata? And this is how some of the Mukubalim have connected the names of God to particular attributes, particular Midos. Like the name Kael is connected to Chesed. And Elohim is connected to Gvura. This is not referring to the actual Svira itself. 
Ktsas Mukubalim Achreinim, like some of the latter day Mukubalim are expressing. This is a Magushim Dika thought, a physical thought. Now, obviously, we're not referring to a physical thing. No one is going to say Chesed of Atilas is physical, obviously. Right? But this is the Magushim Dika thing that the Tzamech is referring to when he started this whole conversation on the last page. That this is a not true way of expressing things. This is missing the point. Meaning in the same way that we were missing the point before by saying that Hashem has a hands or Hashem has arms or Hashem has legs or Hashem has a head. So in the same manner, this is what we're saying here as well. It is not that Hashem, right, is Dafka when we refer to Shem Kale, it is Chesed or Shem Elohim, it is Gevura. That can't be the case. Because that Svira is one attribute, one particular attribute. Why do you say the word Ne'etzal? It's a Kayach Elokishin Ne'etzal, not that Nivra, right? In other words, it's not a Nivra, it's true. A Nivra, a creation, as it would be uh, translated in English, is something that became a complete Yesh, a new thing. A yesh, a something, right? That has its own identity, that has its own, so to speak, mitzias. Yeah? So we're not saying that it's a nivra, obviously, but we are saying it's a netzal. Netzal is referring to the world of atzilus, that it's emanated from. In atzilus, you do not have yeshes. There is no self-identifying entity there. In other words, what's the difference between malach mechal and Chesed of Atzilus, they're both expressions of Chesed. But Malach Michal, as bitul b'Metzias as Malach Michal is, he's still his own Metzias. It's Malach Michal. He's completely bottle to the Eibishter in every which way that you could possibly imagine. And it's expressing the idea of Atzilus, right? Uh, excuse me, the idea of Chesed, sorry, right? Nevertheless, it's still its own mitzias. Masha Inkin, chesed of Atzilus is not its own mitzias. It's godliness. It's elokus. So despite the fact that we're saying it's elokus, at the end of the day, it was netzal mimenu. It was netzal from him. From Hashem. Kamo kayach chesed or kayach gvura. Fighter. When you say Chesed of Atilus, it's not Hashem. Like we said yesterday, that we say every Friday in Pasach Eliyahu, that you cannot say about him that he is one of the Midos. You cannot say about God that God is Chesed. In other words, yes, God is Chesed, but not that God is exclusively Chesed. Because there's nothing else here. <coughs> but you can't say that that's what it means. You can't say that chesed of Atilus, that this is, right? That's not what we're saying. As it is explained in many different places very well. And even chachma, which is reishis Atilus, which is the beginning of Atilus, which is the highest level of Atilus, which is mamish, the idea of not even having, a, a so to speak, an identity. 
Right? Like we say, Kayachma. The power of what? has no connection whatsoever to Hashem Himself. He's so far beyond that. So it's not like we're just saying, oh, it's because it's a Mida, a Chesed, or a Mida, Gvura. But if you would go up higher, oh, Chachma, oh, Chachma is so bitter. So Chachma, no, even Chachma. You can't say that Chachma, right, is Hashem. Chachma is not Hashem. Because Hashem is totally beyond, totally elevated up and beyond the Mahus of Chachma. Right? Like we say in, Shari, in, in the book of Shari Yechud Muna and Tanya. Mahus the being itself, the Mahu, what it is. Etzim is really translated usually as essence. Yeah? If that's the case, so if that's the case, it's impossible to say So based on this, we have to say that the names that we said before, whether we're talking about Shem Kael or Elohim or any of the other names of Hashem, right? Clearly, this cannot be the spheros. That can't be what it's talking about. Because when you have a Pasuk in Chumash, right, you cannot say that it's going away from the literal meaning of what it says. And when it's talking about God, it cannot be talking about anything else besides for God. Good? Everyone's with me? Yeah. When we read in the Torah one of the names of God, which Hashem is known by them. Our Kavana, and this is the way it is, and the actual explanation of it is, is talking about the essence of God Himself. When we daven, when we say one of the names of God, we're talking about what? We're talking about God. That's what we're talking about. We're not talking about a sphere and Atsilus. You can't say that the literal translation of the name of God in any place is other than the God Himself. Right? Who creates all the Nimtzayim. Now it's interesting to note that he writes here Hanimtzayim as opposed to Nivroim. To bring out that even Atsilus, right, was made by him. Yes. Not God of Chesed of God of Gvur. God. God. But what's your doubting? He mentions that there's Chesed of God. So what do you. So like, how do you think about it then? Well, that's what we have to figure out. Meha Ayin, right? Meha Who created every single thing from an absolute nothingness. Mucha, complete. Absolute. That Hashem, when you talk about Hashem, He's the Matsu, He's the first entity that is in being. That He Himself is from Himself. Who brings out all the other things that are found. That's a very important phrase. That He's the one that brings out all entities. After header, header, ha header means the lack of them. 
Read the next few words and then we're going to discuss it. And he alone is the only entity in existence that existed without there being a header before him. God forbid to even say such a thing. What does that mean? It means like this. In every single thing in existence, there was a time that that particular thing did not exist. There's a time that this hat did not exist. There's a time that this room did not exist. There's a time that this person did not exist. There's a time that Bria did not exist. There's a time that Atzilus didn't exist and all the spheres in Atzilus. Right? There's a time that the Tzimtzum didn't exist. So Meaning that... There, what? There's a, there's a concept there was a, that there's a, a, an ex, before the existence of this thing, it, there was. That's called Kadmua Heder. Previously, prior to it, there was an absence of it. The only entity in all of existence <coughs> that you cannot say Kadmua Heder is God. God existed for all eternity and there was nothing before him. There's nothing that made him. Like it says, that it says, that in other words, everything else was made by something. Whether you go up the ladder or down the ladder. As far down the ladder as this, uh, as this table in front of me. It was made by someone. There was an entity that created it. And therefore it didn't exist at a certain point in time. The only entity in all of existence that you cannot say that about is God. You can't say, Kadmo Ahedr. Everyone's with me? That's what we're referring to. So once you say the sphera of, let's say, Chesed of Atzilus, you cannot say that Chesed of Atzilus is God. You could say his godliness, Elokus, but not Elokah. Meaning that there's no other, when you say chesed of Atilus, what are you talking about? You're talking about Hashem using His tools to create a sphere called chesed. And that sphere of chesed is absolutely bitlbamitzias to God. And it doesn't have any other identity. It doesn't have its own way of thinking or something like that. There's no yesh whatsoever there. That's what it is. But you have to say, Kad Moaheder, that before, before Chesed Ratzilis, there, there was an existence. There was an existence before Chesed Ratzilis ever came around. That's the point. So therefore, if you're going to say that there was a time that there wasn't a Chesed Ratzilis, you cannot say that that's God. Because God is not Kad Moaheder. Following the logic? Let's go right there. If that's the case, so if this is the case, then all every name from all the names that we mentioned and we know are exist with regards to God, so you must say that it's referring to God Himself. That's what you're referring to. So how could you possibly say that this name, for example, Kale, as he's about to say, come on, Kale Bechesed, right, could possibly be referring to a particular Svira. You can't say that. So now we're stuck the other way. In other words, if you're going to say Kale, there's no way you could say 
that this is the sphere of chesed, so what's its connection to chesed? Why are we even saying such a thing? In other words, why do we have so many different names of God? And what's the whole point of it? In other words, this is where, where the, the nine chapters are going to be going to. And there's going to be a major machlokas amongst the great rabbis, mukubalim and non-mukubalim, of this whole concept. What in the world are we doing here? Why do we need this whole business? If you're davening to God, daven to God. That's it. Why do I need a different name for him? I understand who I'm talking to. I'm talking to God. Why do we have so many different names? What's the point of it? It's confusion. There's no point, apparently. But yeah, we see we have it. So we have to figure out what in the world is going on here. Got it? Because chesed itself is a concept. It's a metzius. It's a form of something that was created by God. Just like every other form that prior to God creating chesed, there was a time that there was no chesed. There's a time that there's kadmom ha'heder. There's a time that they did not exist. That's the way it goes. Are you with me? Even though this is clearly a godly power. In other words, chesed of Atzilus is nothing other than a godly power. It's not like it's doing anything else. And you cannot say about it that it's a nivra. A nivra would be a right, a created entity that has its own self-existence, its own self-thought, or a nifrad that it's separated in any way from God. Right? Nifrad means separated, right? Nifrad, right? Separated. But on the other hand, you can't say it's the essence of God himself. You can't say it's God. Right? God created chesed. God created the concept of chesed. And therefore, you could say that, quote-unquote, there was a time that chesed didn't exist. And therefore, it can't be him. And he gives an example, like a thought in a person. That the thought of the person is not the person. Even though it's from the tools or the powers that are being expressed by the soul. In other words, our thoughts are not us. That's why we're able to change our thoughts. But our thoughts are coming from somewhere. In other words, it's not being programmed by you, my thoughts, or you, I'm not programming your thoughts, right? They're coming from somewhere. They're coming from where? They're coming from me. From who? From my nefesh. But my nefesh is not my thought. And my thought is not my nefesh. And that's why we have to say, and just as a side point, in terms of Avaida, that I am not my thoughts. But my thoughts do impact me. That's true. And they do come from me. But I could change my thoughts. I could change my whole thought process if I wanted to. I am able to do this. I am able to be different than what my thoughts are right now. And therefore, my thoughts in five minutes from now or even in one second from now could be on a completely different mindset. 
Because it's not me. Yeah? Versus the you will always be you. And that's not something that's in the Shabbos. And the nefesh is you, right? Right? There are many different concepts here. Lahatim, you know, to, to taste and to discuss. Hanimshal lemaila aval nizbar b'makam acher. And in, in terms of the nimshal, uh, in the nimshal above, but this is expressed elsewhere. But al kol panim kain who could depreciates as depreciates asvira shahasvira and anal right afal pi shehein elokus einamat mus aboyrim mamish chas v'shalom. So this, and based on this whole discussion, we see clearly that even though the spheres above, which is meaning the spheres of atzilus. Which is not a nivra, as we've pounded away now. It has no other identity besides for being elokus, but it is not eloka. And that's the point that he's driving home here. There's a difference between elokus and eloka. Yeah? Sorry, not that if that's the case, how is it possible to say that shame kill? So this is clearly not the case because then that would be referring to the Creator. And that's not the Creator. So clearly all these names are referring to the Boyre. Like for example, Shechina is known as Nukva Dezot. Nukva Dezot just means uh, Malchus. We don't use that phraseology in Hasidus. In Chabad Hasidus, we don't say Nukva Dezot. We just say Malchus or Nukva. In many books of Kabbalah, they call Malchus or Nukva, they would call Nukva Dezot. Right? But that's, it's talking about the same thing. It's just a different phraseology. And it's true that the uh, the essence, uh, right? Hashem Himself is called the Shechina. Like it says, right? On every ten Jews, right? You have that the Shechina is dwelling upon Him. Or the famous story, right? That's brought out that the 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 mean person that went against, right? Right? And and he asked Rabban Gamliel, "Kama Shechina is lechu." How many shechinas do you have? If you if you say the shechina is dwelling on every ten people, what is this? And he gave the mashal. Remember, Rav Gamliel brings in the Gemara the mashal of the shemesh. It's brought in Tanya. The same this mashal, this idea, right? That he says, look, uh, how many sons do you have? The sun is coming through this window and through that window. And yeah, how many sons do you have? You have one son, right? It's the same idea. What? He answered him. Be'im kain move on. So if it's understood, So we see, it's clearly, that the Shechina means the Or, the light, and the revelation from the Or of Mamish. And this is a very important phrase, that the Or that's coming out from Hashem is Me'ein HaMa'or. Me'ein HaMa'or means it's similar to the Illuminator himself. That's what we're talking about here. It's not a sphere or a mida, an individual mida. Good? Yeah? Clear? Yeah. This is why the Baal Shem Tov commanded 
that we shouldn't be learning the books of Kabbalah. It's because someone who does not know how to separate, so to speak, to undress, as we've been talking about, the concept from its Gashmiistic point. Now, it doesn't mean Gashmiist, physical Gashmiist, like we're saying here, but what it means that Gashmiist Mitzad, like we've been talking about, right? That the Shem Kale does not mean Chesed. Shem Elohim does not mean right? He's going to misunderstand and misconstrue the whole thing. And therefore, the Baal Shem Tov did not want us to be learning these books because he does not want us to get confused and to have a wrong understanding of what's really going on. Because he's going to give a tzir, a tzir means a, an image or a form or a visualization, a, a concept uh, to Hashem in a very specific way that is not appropriate, which is not the way it should be. Okay, so now we understand the concept that, that, that before we even begin the conversation, right, the Samosetic is saying this is an important point to bring out. Yeah? What were you going to say? According to my humble opinion. On the other hand, we have to say that what? That the words of the Arizal, however, are also absolutely true. Uh oh. We just got ourselves in trouble now. Because now he says the other way. Because when we say Shechina, it does mean Malchus. What do you mean? We just said for the last two classes <coughs> that we're not referring to Malchus. We're referring to God. But the Arizal himself says it refers to Malchus. And we know the Arizal is 100% true. So which is it? We just explained that it can't be this way. And now in the last line of this paragraph, he comes back and says, don't make the mistake to think that the Arizal is, God forbid, God forbid, God forbid, wrong. God, the Arizal is 100% correct. And the Arizal himself <coughs> refers to Karu Shechina Lemidas Malchus, Kein Hu Be'emes, that's the truth. V'Kein Hu Be'emes, Shem Kel Be'chesed, V'Shem Elohim Be'gvura. And that Shem Elohim is referring to Chesed. And the Shem Elohim is referring to Gvura. So now we got stuck again. So what is it? How does this work? In other words, we just, we just eliminated the problem. Everything was all hunky-dory. And now we threw the problem back on the table again. We just got through saying that you cannot say, Shame Kael is chasid. Shame Elohim is gvura. Shechina is malchus. Right? And that's why the Baal Shem Tov didn't want us to learn these svarim. Because we're going to make this mistake and we're going to be magusham in it. We're going to, we're going to make, we're going to make mistakes with this. On the other hand, now, what are we saying? On the other hand, now, what we're saying is that Adaraba, the Arizal says what? The Arizal says that in fact, this is the way. So now we're thrown back into confusion. So which is it? Okay, so that's why we need to go to Parakimol. We're out of time. 
Mitzvah Shem, Sunday morning, we're going to learn Parakimah.